0: Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, a weekly dive into ways in which we can live a calmer, more creative and empowered life on our own terms, full of vibrancy and entirely unapologetic. I'm Kate Taylor, life design and empowerment coach, and I'm on a mission to help you live a big, bold and beautiful life through my blended melting pot of goodness I call Practical Magic. And welcoming onto the show, the effervescent Donna Easton. Now, I met Donna... Uh, at the beginning of the year do we remember what that was the beginning of this year 2020 you know that decade ago and when she came along to a, a workshop that was hosting at the beautiful gazelle house and across the room from me sat the most divine creature with the biggest green eyes and I just thought you know when you meet somebody for the first time you're like you and I have to be in each other's lives because you just exude everything about effervescence and gloriousness. So Donna is the founder of Shine, and I'm really excited to have her on the Practical Magic podcast today. So for over 25 years, mother of one Donna, founder of Shine, has combined a dynamic mix of commercial now, creative thinking and heart to carve out an impressive career She's currently the head of commercial for the world's biggest stars event, Move It, and a pivotal figure in shaping, developing, and growing the iconic event, which sees 32,000 performers attend over a weekend. Donna's now channeling her decades of business development experience for organizations such as ITV and Disney into a class program with a difference, which I'm really looking forward to talking more about on the show today. I wonder, Donna, if you could give us a brief introduction to yourself and a bit of a backstory to why you do what you do and share more with us about what Life Shine is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Firstly, just absolutely gorgeous to be here. So thank you so much. I'm really excited. Um, yeah, lovely to be here. So basically, um, as you know, I've got a day job. I work for a massive dance event, worked in the performing arts industry now for about 12 years. I um, have a gorgeous little girl who's now nearly five. And um, one day, obviously, wanted to, to find little hobbies and things for her to do. So I decided that probably a dance and drama class would be somewhere that would be really cute for her to go to. So I was really excited to take her, um, dress her up in her little outfit. She looked adorable. Yes, yeah, so it was really lovely and uh, took her along and it was a gorgeous little class and all the girls were in the middle and they were in a circle and they were doing their um their toes pointing into the middle and the teacher was um kind of counting counting their toes and all the all the girls were doing it beautifully apart from my daughter who was slithering around on her stomach all around the floor um at the top of her voice singing, I'm a slippery slug. And
0: um, <laughs> oh, I love her. I love her. I love her. I love her. I want to be a slippery slug. Oh,
1: no. So um, I was doing that kind of mum thing where I was going, Primrose, that's her name, Primrose, like kind of join in, join in. And, and, and I suppose in hindsight, I was trying to make her conform to what was expected of her. Um, the teacher was kind of looking. A little bit um dismayed the other mums were absolutely crying with laughter and I just you know so I was really embarrassed actually that's that's my my default kind of mum thing my daughter's not behaving as she should be it was total at that moment kind of embarrassment and she wasn't doing what she was meant to be doing so as we left um that we all said goodbye and um the teacher said, okay, bye then, Trent, lovely to see you, and um, maybe no more slippery slugs next week, Primrose, huh? And um, and as I left, I just thought, oh, my God, you know, she was three at the time. And I thought, if there's a time in one's life where we can be a slippery slug, God damn it, three is the time (laughs) when we can be that. So I just, it just sat with me and sat with me and sat with me, and it really bothered me and really just... um, Got me thinking, and also the other the other thing about that was that um, it started getting me thinking about myself and who I was and who I am in this world, and actually it made me realise that I quite personally have always been the slippery slug in the room and um, <laughs> haven't been the one that kind of conforms to. The toes in the middle, and the one that sits in meetings and is a bit like, Ugh. and um, I just, uh, yeah, I've always been that person, and it, it it really got me thinking about how we can embrace our embrace our slippery slug for the want <laughs> of <or> a <the> better.
0: Embrace, <laughs> come on, people! That should be the hashtag. Embrace yeah. your slippery slug. <laughs> I mean, everything about that story just makes me cry on the inside for that three-year-old who that's all she wants to do. She's having the whale of the time. She's probably looking at the other girls putting their toes in and going, what are you doing? Like, let's just <laughs> roll around on the floor. And then we get taught over time, don't we, that it's better to point your toes. It's better Absolutely. to look pretty. It's better to, you know, and it, it is the, the, the absolute metaphor, isn't it? For how as women particularly as we grow up, you do have to become the ballerina rather than the slippery slug. Don't Absolutely.
1: You? Absolutely. And it's kind of in the lead up to, um, to coming to talk to you, actually, I was trying to think of times in my life where I have been, I think I've always felt like I've never been the ballerina and always been the the slug It's kind of, um, even when I was performing, it was always, I was always cast as the character. I was never the, the, the romantic lead. It would never be me. And I've always just had that in my mind. Okay. I'm one of those people that I'm not, I'm not classically beautiful. I'm not a pretty person. So I don't put myself in that pretty box. I put myself in the kind of more characterful box, which actually if you think about it kind of over the years, over years and years and years of, of, of living one's life is that is such a damaging thing to kind of box, to put yourself in is this kind of character box. I remember when I was at school and um, I started hanging out with some girls that were quite a bit older than me. And, um, and one of them in front of me just said to the other one, why is she here about me? And the other one went, Oh, because she's funny, she makes me laugh. And from that moment, I think I'd found my currency. I think I'd found ah, okay, that that thing lets I can fit in now. I can fit in with um, with some people because I can be the funny one. And I think it's carried me through every every single thing I've done in my life. Is kind of I'm not the pretty one. I'm the funny one. So you can hang out with me, because I'll make you laugh a bit. But I'm not that kind of conformist girl that um that's the classic image that we think think of
0: and that that has such a huge weight then doesn't it i remember having the conversation with sarah powell actually about this where she was we were we were talking about the identities that we wear those that are put upon us and actually how we have to feel like we have to fit like you're saying fit a certain character because that's what the outside world sees us as and that's what we've been put into a box as and she was saying how her um characteristic was a bit like you she she was always going to bring the fun she was always going to bring the fun as long as she was bringing the fun then everybody would like her but then over time as you get through to a certain point there's a disconnect isn't there because you're suddenly like I don't feel like being the funny one. I don't feel that funny inside. Or I don't feel like being the one that has to always be the one that shines. Actually, I'm having a really bad day. And then you feel like nobody wants you to be in that way. And in the Instagram generation that we've got, particularly now for, you know, for our age and for, or for younger children, teenagers, 20-year-olds, what you see on the outside of what you're conforming to becomes the thing you think you should be and then when you get to you know when clients come to work with me they're like I don't know who I am like what's my voice I can't share any authenticity I don't know who I am because I'm so far removed they've become so far removed from the slippery slug that they were at the beginning which was their true identity Mm -hmm. and they've been trying to fit a box or shrink into a certain way of how life Predicates, predicates, mm. should, the shoulds, like the boxes we put ourselves into, we shrink into those, don't we? Definitely. And there's, there's no room for experimentation. So, what I love about what you're doing, and we'll talk about Life Shine, is that you're enabling people of all ages, aren't you, to find a way to access more different parts of themselves that might have been shut down or put into boxes when they were younger and taking that lid off so that they can have more creativity and play and self-expression in their lives aren't you
1: definitely definitely that's that is it in a in an in a beautiful nutshell actually it really is about just remembering those moments where we didn't have regardless of of what's kind of going on outside at the moment where we didn't have the adult stuff to worry about right where we just could um all we had to worry about was whether our friend was going to ring that night. I mean, that, that was kind of, that was our only worry. And actually um, those moments for me and going back to those moments, it's always for me, that always comes back to that, this creative, it's always about putting on music. It's always about dancing. It's always about drawing, painting, sculpting, any of those kind of things where I'm creating something just for the hell of it no one's going to see it. No one's going to judge me. I'm not dancing because I'm rehearsing for a show. I'm dancing in my bedroom just because I think I'd quite like to dance in my bedroom right now. And that's the only reason. And I think, um, that was the thing that really, when, when I had primrose at the class as well, there was, um, the class is basically leading up to a show. So you're always leading up to a show. There's always something that the kids are rehearsing for, which is incredible. And when you're young and, and you want to have a, be a young ballerina, great. I mean, do, do the shows. I mean, I've worked in the performing arts industry for my whole life. It's an incredible, incredible industry. However, what I haven't really seen is just doing stuff for the hell of it, doing stuff because it's just fun, putting music on and dancing like crazy because... It just is a release of endorphins singing in a group just because it's good for your immune system. It fights. Um, it's kind of good for mental health, all of those things. I mean, just not singing because you want to sound like the best person in the room, not singing because you're training your vocal cords singing because it just makes you feel great. And, um, and yeah, if I can bring for grown ups, if I can try and access that kid, in all of us just for an hour every week i think that you will start to see some monumental shifts in people in how they kind of live their lives and um and when you think back to who you were when you were that age and what you wanted for yourself what you wanted to be who you wanted to be all those all those dreams aspirations and hopes that again we've boxed up along with our along with our slugs they're all in that box and it's just a way to kind of go actually what makes you sparkle what makes you light up what makes you you what where's that essence that's that's you just to bring a bit of that out of people i think is for me um is absolutely magical that's magical and then for kids um it's about accessing that and saying we're doing this class because it's just fun. It's actually about having fun. It's allowing the children in the room to be the slug if they want to. It's allowing children in that space to to freely express themselves creatively. And uh, I'll also be throwing in some little nuggets of living presently, living in the moment, um, making sure that they are um, having a few little tools in their toolkit to live a resilient life. All those little um, wonderful little byproducts of living your true self that I'm going to pepper in throughout this course. And then there's the blend course, which I think is just lovely, if I do say so myself, but um, is, um, is for kids and adults together. Because even though even in this lockdown situation, I am at home the whole time with Primrose and I still don't dedicate a full hour without my phone, without a distraction of the TV, without my laptop pinging just to her, just to play what she wants to do. Go with her flow. Stop being the adult in the room. Stop correcting her play. Just let her flow and let her do what she wants to do and join in with that. And if I can create a space, a safe space for people to come with their kids to muck about for a bit, have some fun. And we'll be doing just really fun stuff like kids against adults, dance battles and um, problem solving together and, and all that kind of stuff. So um, but really at its core, it's about connection and play. It's about connect, reconnecting and connecting with A, who you are and B, with, um, with your kids. I wish I had a
0: child. I need one. I might bring Bertie along. Oh, yeah, do. <laughs> that would be amazing. We could do a life shine with pets. <laughs> I'd garnered. love it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're totally speaking my language here because obviously being a teacher of Koya and loving Koya, as I do... It's um, koiya is the essence of rem- remembering that your why is wild and free, and it's exactly what you're talking about here. It's that um, allowing your body to move in a way that your body wants to move. So. I remember doing my choir teacher training, the intensive in France, and we do something called um, a Spotify shuffle, where basically you put a playlist on and you just hit shuffle, and whatever song comes up, that's the one you dance your most inhibitions to. And what came up for me was a Stone Roses song. And immediately I was taken back to being 16 years old and not having a care in the world and just feeling as free as I have ever felt. And because time is irrelevant, it doesn't exist, you know, it's, it's a construct. That remembrance in my cell, in my body, it just allowed me to take whatever I needed from that time into my adult life and remind myself that actually all of this adult BS that sometimes I wrap myself up in, the box that I put myself in with the pointy toes in the middle is kind of irrelevant. It's irrelevant, and so I remember I just ran up to my room. I messaged my brother, and I was like, "Oh my god, we got to do this!" And <laughs> uh, it just and, and that energy that it's like plugging yourself back into the main line, isn't it? You know, it's Absolutely. like remembering. And so, what uh, is that? That's great for adults. We really need that element of remembering our inner child. So you say, you know, like the creativity, the resilience, the confidence that comes with that and then the kids what i love is like kids know how to play they know how to play and so it's our job to get down with them to get them to show us how to use reuse our imagination without the restrictions without somebody telling us how to do play so what what are the other elements of play that you and using this world imagination that you 're really noticing that you want to bring into life shine
1: i think for for me I mean especially how we are right now i mean we 're in an extraordinary situation right now, and um, I've, I feel like i 've remained quite buoyant throughout this whole, um, throughout this whole situation. And I'm pretty sure it's down to the fact that' I'm, I'm accessing that child with primrose a lot. I am accessing that person. I am last night, for example, um, she said to me, "We watched a film together, and the title went up at the end, and she looked at me and went, "Let's dance." And I went, "Yes." And we just kind of moved all the moved the table out of the middle and we just danced and danced and danced and it was just so lovely and we there was one point where we were both kind of squealing with laughter this kind of crazy dancing it was a really fast song as well so we were kind of just and then I looked at her she was doing these like crazy funny walks all around the room and I was cracking up and it was just it was just lovely and um, and just just pulling down some of those grown-up barriers we went for a walk, um, so we went for a walk the other day, and um, there's a field at the end of the road that we walked through at the end of our walk, and um, she started running, obviously, she's nearly five now. she started running and screaming, and because it was really windy and she was screaming. I thought, oh, I remember the exhilaration of that!" And I just started running and screaming as well. And she turned around and looked at me, and she started really laughing, and then we were both running at full speed, screaming our heads off. And it was one of the most exhilarating moments I can remember. It was just gorgeous. And I thought to myself, you know, there, they'll, they'll, I mean, there's a guy sitting on the bench, we're walking his dog. I mean, we've got some funny looks, but I just simply didn't care. We were screaming and we were just having the time of our lives. And I did that that thing where we kind of when you were little and you'd have like a play fight with somebody and after you finish you're both like (laughs) you're sort of laughing and out of breath that kind of (laughs) we're both like that and it's kind of I think when you're out of the breath when you do a workout you're a bit like (sighs) and when you're out of breath when you've been dancing it's different there's a kind of real there's an exhilaration but this this screaming and running it just energized me in a way that I haven't experienced in in years
0: remind me that when this is all over when lockdown's finished I'm coming for a walk and a scream and a run with you oh my god like I can feel as soon as you're saying it I can just feel it in my body I can feel those endorphins rushing and I can feel the excitement fizzing through my body and it's just like yeah that's how I want to that's how I want to live my life. Can you imagine, right, if in our work situations, um, say you're in a meeting with somebody and you're going through, I don't know, a quarterly report on something, and somebody says, right, let's dance, <laughs> how much better would it be? How much more equipped would we be to be able to see us through this adult? And as soon as I like think of the adult life, and I'm using inverted finger waves, it's just I get a sense of greyness. But what you're talking about is just disco ball color and vibrancy and why the frick not when did everybody tell us that we had to grow up and it had to be in a particular way you know that we had to conform because it stifles our creativity and what i'm really noticing at the moment in this time of lockdown is just how much creativity has just risen to the top in terms of how we're able to cope with what's going on, and what's bringing us back to ourselves again and again and again, it's like you can't go anywhere for not seeing a TikTok, you know. Absolutely. And what are people doing in TikToks? They're dancing.
1: Yes. They're dancing. So it's just they're acting. Yeah. They're playing. They're being characters. They being are silly. They're doing, yeah, they're being silly. Oh my god, I love being silly. <laughs> That's it. That is it. I, I've I've I am a self professed silly sod and um and I love being a silly sod. It's brilliant. It is yeah. it's actually brilliant. And I think um I mean, yeah, it doesn't always go down well because a lot of people are serious, right? And and you kind of you're a silly sod sometimes
0: and you get that look, someone goes, Uh, is she all right? But it's kind but of But you like, know why? Right. Because you're giving yourself permission and that's yeah. what they want. They want yeah, permission absolutely. to be a silly sods sometimes you know like obviously it's not always appropriate you can't (laughs) imagine bojo getting up there although saying that he looks like a silly slug most of the time anyway (laughs) but you know there's a time and place for everything but there's also a time and place for silliness too definitely definitely and god if we need some silliness
1: it's right now i mean i'm trying to avoid the news as much as i can it's kind of i'm just trying to stay in my bubble here indoors and um yeah just try and avoid the heaviness that is outside right now because if if there is a time where we need to be we need to be light and we need to be silly and we need to just open up that part of us it is right now but and also i'm so that's kind of forced me to think about how i take this project online because originally I was going to be launching the class program in a classroom in a in your standard format um, this month obviously that hasn't been able to happen so um, it's really forced me to think about how I can do this online there's certain things that we can't do online obviously but um but there are things that we absolutely can and it's actually um, forcing me to shift how I how I look at this this product and how I sh- and shift how I look at this this program and. Um, and take it online for people because actually the moment i put it out there i got people back saying oh my god like when's your next one yes i need to see this we need to see this, need to, see this. Need to see this like people were just um just really excited to see see some lightness yeah absolutely so when is this starting to happen when is this coming online so the 7th of may is the first one at 8 p.m i'm doing an adult class on the 7th of may and they're going to be weekly um at part um Going on from there, so um, I'll be doing a, a child's one and then an adults one. So um, child's
0: one will be in the daytime and the adults one in the evening. So, oh, yeah. amazing! Oh my goodness! I need to get involved in that. Do you have to have kids to come along to the adult one, or can you just? God, no,
1: not at all. No, no, no. that's exactly what No, absolutely. That the grown-ups one is for grown-ups, and you do not have to have children to be part of that at all. In fact, it doesn't. It just really doesn't matter. This is about accessing who we were when we were kids and um and kind of going back and remembering who we were before we built us built these kind of walls around ourselves and mm. i think it's just um yeah and we're going to be using music and nostalgia and um a bit of kind of meditation and thinking and just kind of and, but just just fun it's not going to be heavy i'm also doing um i'm issuing before the class i'm issuing song sheets we're going to have a sing song together so um yeah, so a bit of a sing song, a bit of a dance, a uh, bit of silliness, a bit of fun. And just, just for an hour, just enjoy, enjoy who we are.
0: What would you say to people who may be listening to the show and thinking, oh, I can resonate so much with all of that, but I'm just a bit shy or I'm just a bit nervous about singing or moving or whatever it is, because for whatever reason, what would you say to those people?
1: It's really interesting because a very, very good friend of mine um, I was chatting to on the phone the other day and I told, oh, we're chatting about this and uh, she said, you know, Dons, I'd love to come, but you know me and performing artsy stuff, that's just not me. And I said, well, this isn't performing arts, honey. This is, this is who you were when you were little. This isn't about... This isn't about being the best singer in the room or the most proficient dancer in the room. This is not about a competition. We're not competing with the people next to us. This is just about trying to access something that's within us. And actually, the fact that it's online, it's almost it's it's almost less revealing at this moment. I mean, what I what I want to do in a classroom is create a really safe space where people can who do who are a little bit. Um, more introverted might be able to slowly start releasing some of this stuff. So absolutely when we're in a room, but actually online, when you're in a zoom class, you're in your front room and, you know, come to the first one, have a little look and, and just see what you think. I, I just think, just try and find a way to remember who you were. If, if you try and remember who you were when you were four at a party What were you doing when you were four at a party? Were you running around like a crazy mad thing? Were you flitting from friend to friend and chat to chat? Were you playing one game and dropping it and running and doing another thing? What were you doing? When someone put some music on, did you care how you looked when you were dancing? Did you, when someone put a song on that you knew, did you care whether your voice was in tune? No, you sang at the top of your voice because it was just a lovely releasing thing to do. When you were dancing, did you look next to you and think, Oh god, she's she's good? No, you didn't. You just danced because you loved doing it. So that's what I would say. Just try and remember that person and just bring an element of that little person back because she's in there or he's in there
0: absolutely and i love this because this is so much of what koya is all about as well remembering as i said our essence is wise wild and free and always as a metaphor for life going to the place that feels good so when we're dancing in koya I, I, you know, I hear this all the time, but, oh God, I'm really, I don't know how to dance or I'm a bit like, how can I dance in front of other people? And most of the time you are not paying any attention to anybody else because you're having such a great time connecting in with yourself and remembering, like you say, like yesterday, as I was sharing with you, we were doing the Macarena to Jack Johnson and it was nothing but fun. And you remember like, yeah, life can be tough outdoors, but I'm here and I'm dancing the bloody Macarena to Jack Johnson having the time of my life. Cause I remember where I might've been when I was listening to that song or, you know, just the silliness of it or the, the, like, it doesn't, not everything has to be taken so seriously, does it? And we can remember to, to be exactly who we are before we got Definitely. told we had to grow up.
1: Definitely. And also with dancing, I think dancing now has become, if we think of as we've grown up and we use dancing as a way to, peacock in a nightclub we're showing off our moves trying to attract men it's always it's all I've like been about that kind of stuff but actually what I'm suggesting and what you do with Koya so beautifully is is actually it's not about that it's about going right inside yourself and when you were dancing to the stone roses you weren't thinking oh is anyone looking at me you were there you were back when you were 60. you were <laughs> Exactly. I was the resurrection. You were back there. You were back at Reading oh, Festival. Was. Oh my God. And you were there. You were just there. And I think that's the thing. It's kind of, you're right. No one's looking at you. They're all, and even this most seasoned performer worries about how they, about how they look and they shouldn't. You just shouldn't.
0: Especially well, can in you the, imagine the environment. a world full of people or particularly in a Western society where we didn't care so much about what things looked like or judging other people or comparing ourselves. We were bringing our full essence of who we are, loving one another, being together in community. Like that feels like a really great place to be, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. It really does. And the next generation of children doing exactly the same thing see this is how we can start changing the world absolutely absolutely
1: i mean that's a kind of that's my that's my big dream that's my big dream is um is it is it becoming a movement and it becoming something that um that people start waking up and it starts shifting a mentality
0: that's my that's my big dream amazing and what a dream it is so i'm really excited for life shine Thank you for coming on the show and sharing it with us and the world. Where can people find out about it, darling? So my
1: website is mylifeshines.com. If you do want to join my class, you can just drop me an email at Donna at mylifeshines.com. Instagram is mylifeshines and uh, my Facebook is Life Shine. So uh, I can share the um, Facebook link. Um, Great.
0: I'll put all of the links onto the podcast page so that people can come and find you instantly. And I can't wait to join with you, Practical Magic listeners, as we're going to get on our silly slugs. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) We're going to throw those pointed does out of the window. (laughs) And we're going to start getting down with the essence of who we are. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show, my darling. Thank you for having me. I've loved it. What fun. And I will see you on the other side of the screen in a few weeks time. I can't wait. Yeah. Great stuff. Can't wait to see you too. Lots of love. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Practical Magic podcast this week with me, Kate Taylor. If you do enjoy the shows, do head on over to iTunes and hit that subscribe button. That means that every time there's fresh practical magic content, it will get delivered straight to your devices. You do not need to do a thing. And if you have enjoyed this episode or any of the other previous episodes, do head over to iTunes, hit the old star ratings and maybe leave a little comment as well. It really helps to connect to other listeners out there who are in for a big, bold, beautiful life.